podcast. This is Court. And this is Ashley. And we are coming at you live from Boston with my new Sambas. Guys, what do you think? These are my prized possession. They came in yesterday. I've never owned a pair of Adidas sneakers in my entire life. Um, But on Black Friday, I was shopping around. I needed to replace my dad New Balances. I was just kind of ready for something new. I came across these babies. They are my favorite color. They're gorgeous. They're comfortable. And they're just like a comfy flat shoe yep. that I kind of feel stylish in. So I think I'm entering my sporty era. Uh, that's my favorite era of anyone ever. So you definitely should do that. I don't that. know if I've really had a sporty era, but between my sambas and my headband, I feel like a little soccer girl. Yeah. <laughs> And I always wished I played soccer, so I'm living out that fantasy. I love it. I love the color of green, too, because I feel like it's just, first off, it's a Celtics color, so I always, like, now you have to go to a game. Of course. And then, secondly, it just, it can be paired with any neutral fit and just really... Elevate it. Elevate it, and it's not the stereotypical... It girl samba that's like yes. light pink right now so i what i did see the pink and i was like that's so me like i should get the pink but i was like no this is more me also i have a theory that whenever you buy something you have to wear it immediately or else it just kind of sits in your closet and i feel like there's so many people out there that keep their things like new with tags and it just sits in your closet you're like no i'll wait i'll wait i'll wait for this event but Personally, for me, I buy some, like, different things. So if I don't wear it immediately, I'll never wear it. Yeah, you'll learn to hate it. <laughs> yes. Yep. Well, glad you like them. I'm still living in my Uggs. Like, liter- I I mean, I do live in them, but they're also my podcast shoe. Yeah, so no, on. no one needs to stare at our feet mm-hmm. <laughs> with socks on. Yeah, I just remember your yes. sock foot doing a little dance. When I you're tend, talking. I guess, like when I'm in deep thought or maybe I'm getting ready to speak, I really do just wiggle the wiggle the foot, wiggle the toes, and nobody needs to see that. No, no, but these are funny because when I watch it back, yeah, you flip your foot up uh-huh. and it just looks so large because it's closer to the camera. It's so funny. funny. Anyhow, so great to be back we just recorded yesterday too yes we did we're batch recording because you know it's a chaotic holiday season and your girl's going to florida soon yeah and we have a lot to talk about we have so much to talk about i feel like the time that we're in just warrants a lot of reflection it warrants a lot of goal setting and it could be overwhelming for some people so this topic of today's episode, how to prep for a new year or fresh start and just trying to like get your mind, environment, energy clear so that you can go into the new year not feeling like a chaotic mess or something that has just rolled in to January 1. Everyone always talks about New Year's resolutions and New Year's goals, but no one ever tells you how to prep for those and how to set them and how to be in a good headspace to enter the new year in and I think that's honestly more important than actually coming up with your list of goals for the year yeah you want to have them be goals that you stand by that you know are in deep alignment with yourself and who you want to be in the upcoming year and it is so exactly what you said it's so overwhelming at this time and 
we're going to blank and it's going to be the new year yeah. because the holidays fly by. So we're here to remind you how to prep. We're getting ahead of it. We're being prepared as we always are. And I love this for us even more because we're yeah. obviously doing this for you guys. So thank you so much, but it's making us think about our <laughs> lives even earlier. Yeah, exactly. And rather than this just be an episode of, you know, the goals that we're setting for ourselves, like we're just going to break down actionable tips for you to be able to take this into your own life and decide for yourself, like what your goals are. Ash and I were talking about it earlier and like, this is a time where you go on Instagram and you see everyone's 2023 highlight reels. You see the goals that they're setting or what they achieved in this past year. And I think it could really feel it, it breeds a place of comparison that yeah. we do not need in this world. The only thing that we should be thinking about is like how we are feeling and we want to compare ourselves only to ourselves but in a way that feels like a space that you can just continue to grow off of as opposed to a space where you feel like you're getting down on yourself or comparing yourself or not feeling like you're stacking up to what other people are doing so with that I think we should start with the 2023 reflection first step here on how to prep for a fresh start is reflection um where do we start with that you know people are like oh just reflect on your year set some goals it's like okay but how yeah <laughs> like that's such a big ask so, on a whole year yeah it's so high level thank god I take as many photos and videos as I do because it really just chunks the year together so nicely and paints that picture. Figure out kind of first off what the hell you did. What were your yeah. highlights? What were your lowlights? Understand what gave you the most energy this year that you want to carry into your next year. And then what drained you and like what is not worth your time or something that you don't necessarily want to bring into a new year. Yeah, I think those are easy ways to identify what you want to do more of and what you want to do less of. And maybe you surprised yourself. So maybe you, I don't know, took a trip somewhere local instead of the goal was always to travel to Europe, but maybe you did something with your friends like in the yeah. middle of nowhere in an Airbnb. And it's like, oh, that was actually a highlight of my entire year. Maybe I don't need to go travel the world. Maybe I just need to be in a local place with people I love. Exactly. Like pay, get deep with it yeah like really pay attention to what truly gave you energy and what weren't you expecting yeah one of mine Noah Khan concert that was the first oh thing God. that came to my mind I was like literally a local concert in the middle of nowhere in New Hampshire with some of my favorite people watching my favorite artist before he literally blows up and gets so freaking yep. big even though he already kind of is there now that um, was also like that's a good one because for me I don't even like concerts yeah I would even Noah Khan I could probably when you first asked me I was like yeah I could take it I could not whatever like we should go like that would be a fun thing to look forward to that was one of the best nights of the entire year yeah, exactly. and I now realize I can actually love a concert when I'm with good people and I'm I know all the songs exactly and we're in VIP and we're in VIP and it's nice and sunny outside when we make t-shirts when we have a weekend getaway I mean there's so many reasons to love the weekend but actually I digress. speaking of VIP 
another top memory for me is when I went to Dreamville Festival, J. Cole's music festival in April. Yep. It was because I was VIP. And that is just setting a bar that I cannot financially maintain. So we have yep. to we have to reframe uh-huh. in twenty twenty four. Okay, so after checking in with yourself and identifying what did you love, what were some lows? What's the next step? The next step is to think about the goals that you set for yourself in 2023. Think back and see where you are now in comparison to that. And key here is if you did not achieve what you wanted to achieve, that is okay. It's okay for directions to turn and life to pivot and there are so many like unforeseen circumstances that are completely beyond your control but at the end of the day you're just making sure that you now know where you are in reference to those goals so you know which new goals to make and if those goals that you set for yourself originally last year even matter to you today. Yeah, I think sometimes we can pigeonhole ourselves and say, this is my North Star. This is what I'm working towards. And you've told yourself this for the past three years. So every year it's like, yep, still working towards that goal. But how often do we actually check in with ourselves and say, is this even still what I want anymore? Yeah. And it's you grow, you change as a person. My goals today are not what I thought they would be. No. Three years ago. And that's okay. That's good. It's showing growth. So. It's okay to be like, you know what? Yeah, that was my top goal last year. I realized this year that's actually not what I want anymore. Final step of reflection is, you know, now that we've evaluated and we've understood kind of where we are in reference to our goals and intentions, now it's time to just think of what you want to see more of in your life and what you want to see less of. And in saying that as a blanket statement, you're probably like, okay, great. Where the fuck do I start? Yeah, it's so overwhelming. Our recommendation is to kind of look at your life in different buckets or chunks. Some of those being family, work, relationship, self-love, passions, passions, fitness, wellness, did you say work? I said work. Work. Yeah. That, that's pretty much it. Whatever. Yeah. Choose like five to six and I'll give an example because once again, it doesn't. Finances. Fine. Oh yeah. That's, that's one Number that's easy one, to forget. Number <laughs> Finances. <laughs> no, seriously. But an example of like a, a finance one, what do I want to see more of and less of just to get a little bit more granular. Maybe I want to find a stable side income in some way shape or form that's what I want to see more of what I want to see less of is you know spending whenever I see a bright new shiny item yes of course of course these aren't things that need to be like smart goals per se it's just you know what I want to see more of and less of so that I can then create goals from that yes so I think that's a important distinction this is simply just an exercise of here are all my categories what can what do I want more of what do I want less of not okay I want to see more of my family I'm going to call them every Sunday I'm going to have a list of people this is how I'm going to stay in touch we're not doing the actionable steps yet no we're just simply identifying exactly because the last thing we want is to all of a sudden do this come up with 25 ways you're going to rebrand your whole life and then you're going to achieve zero Zero. of them because it's way too overwhelming yeah way too much that's not what this is supposed to be 
another thing I want to do this year, like once we get to this step of bucketing our lives of what we want to see more and less of, this idea of pillars in your life, Mm -hmm. I want to look inward and look at everything and say, okay, what do I truly value? Like what are my top either three or five pillars that I want to live my life by like every decision I make every single day I want it to align with like these pillars Mm -hmm. I don't even know what my pillars are and I think that's a big old question mark that I should figure out yeah I don't even necessarily think it needs to be pillars too but it's more so your why ultimately the why is what keeps you moving forward it's like on those bad days when you don't really feel like getting out of bed or you don't really feel like going to the gym even though your goal is to x do it x times per per week the why is the deep rooted more like self-fulfillment prophecy or like reason why you get up and actually work towards those goals okay so now that we've kind of finished the reflection piece Mm -hmm. of prepping for a fresh start now it's the fun part we need to make it feel like we're about to have a fresh start Mm-hmm. It is so hard to change your life when everything around you feels exactly the same mm-hmm. because you're going to be able to very easily fall back into your old routine, your old goals, like where you're comfortable. So we got to switch it up. We got to clean it up. We got to do all the things. Yeah. First tip here is if you guys know me by now, I love to rearrange my apartment. If I could do so once a month, I would be thrilled. Joe will not let me do that. I now have to share a space with somebody. But I think it can be, if you are not that type of person, if you are more Joe in this situation, it can truly be as simple as switching out a painting. Mm -hmm. It can completely change your space. Right now, um, we've recently turned our dining table from like horizontal to vertical and pushed up against the window. We're obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. I would have never thought it before, but it creates a more open space when we have dinner night together like we're sitting across from each other and we both have the same views on other either side and we just feel really good about it yeah and I think we walk out Joe actually walked out this morning um from the room and he was like oh I totally forgot we changed everything around it looks so different but it's just it feels good to be in a new environment it does it does and I feel like people realize the possibility of the changes in their space when they're moving out of a new apartment or like I have this distinct memory in college moving out of my freshman dorm room and because naturally we were like cleaning and rejiggering and whatever, I moved my desk in a certain way and I was like, why did I not do this all year? And similar when you're moving apartments, if you live in the city and you move every year or two. So why not just test it out? If you hate it, you, you switch it back. Yeah. But it, it really just, it, it reinvigorates life. It does. Absolutely. Next is deep clean your space, which is rather obvious. (laughs) It is, but how many people get back from the holidays and it's that week before Christmas and New Year's? Honestly, the last thing you're going to want to do, of course, is deep clean your space. But Christmas music, I was about to say, put on some Christmas music. Christmas music will not be allowed after December 25th. (laughs) Considering you've been listening to it before Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yes. Put on a nice playlist. Put on this podcast and get to work. Deep clean that space. There's no better feeling. Yeah. Or pay someone to do it for you. Yeah. I was like, I say as we get our apartment cleaned every month. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. And I don't know why. But I think Wednesday night this past week, 
Matt and I, we just, we divided and conquered. Like he took the bathroom. I took the kitchen. And if you have someone to do it with, that definitely makes it more enjoyable. Totally. But regardless, it needs to be done. You're going to regret it if you don't. Um, the other day I cleaned out our fridge just because I found a little extra time. I was like, you know what? Let me clean out the fridge. Wiped down all the things. I reorganized the drink section, moved them from up top to down bottom. Now when I go to open my fridge, I I feel better. And yeah. that's such a small, tiny little niche part of your apartment. Yeah. But it can make such a big difference. As you are deep cleaning your space, maybe you're rearranging your closet. Another one of my favorite activities, which I can't wait to do. Should I tell them about how much time I have this month? Yeah, you should. Okay, brief pause. So today as we're recording this, it's December 8th. Okay, everybody guess how many more days I have to work this month. I'll give you a second. I will say I will give Courtney some props. She guessed it on the first try. Five days. I only have to work five more days this month, and it's only December 8th. And, oh, my God, I just got butterflies thinking about it. <laughs> I have – I've never taken a full week off of work ever since starting. It just feels too significant. But I had rollover vacation days. Mm-hmm. I didn't travel this year. You guys know this. I have a bunch left this year, and I refuse to not use any. So I just have so much time to clean out my closet, to deep clean my space, to rearrange things, and I could not be more excited. All to say, as you are deep cleaning, rearranging, this is also the time to get rid of items, clothing, yeah. couch pillows, throw pillows, blankets, anything you can think of that is no longer serving you, that's holding energy from your past, anything. Get rid of it. If it's sitting in your space and you don't love it, get rid of it. And if you're holding on to these items because you think you're going to wear them again. You're not. No, if you didn't wear them this past year, get rid of it. Yeah. And also it's playing into the season of giving, like go donate a bunch of amazing things that once served you really well that no longer do and can now serve somebody else. Great point. I love that. (laughs) Now, one of my favorite sections is how to clean your mind, (laughs) how to refresh your mental health, honestly, and how to get crystal clear and create capacity for you to then figure out what goals you want for next year. Quick tangent before we dive into the mind. I have figured out how to so easily share a calendar on Apple Calendar. All you do is create a new calendar view and then you can add a person. So Joe is chronically lost in our schedule he (laughs) doesn't matter how many times I tell him he has no idea all I have to do is add an event to the specific calendar and it shows up on his phone and it seems like an easy thing to do but we've tried it before and it does not work now I will also say Courtney and I have conflicting feelings on this she's a google cal girl and I'm an apple cal girl so we're not compatible but I think there is still a way to do that but it's changing my life that's amazing I love that for you I also love that for me. So back to the mind. We are going to set intentional time to journal. Even if you're not a journaler, there's prompts that are just so easy for you to follow if you don't really love like a free flow. But my favorite thing is honestly to just sit down, open a journal and just talk about like where I am in life today. Like, today I did this and I'm so excited about this. And like, eventually your 
hand just like can't keep up with your thoughts and it's just going down a hole that once started as like maybe a a clear like thought of what you were trying to say and then all of a sudden you're bringing up how you're feeling about this and what just it unlocks things because your mind is like moving so fast that once you just get things out on paper like no matter what it is it just feels so so good and literally feels like you're taking your thoughts and whatever these built-up emotions are out of your entire physical existence I'm not a journaling girl but I've had this weird craving to just sit down and like write I don't know why I feel like there's things inside that I just need to get out of my head so I think even if you're not I'm not either I'm gonna try it you try it too and just sit down do a little just see what comes yeah, out. see what comes out maybe it's nothing but I just have this weird feeling that i f- I'm going to feel refreshed. Yeah. And I felt this way for a while now. I just can't get myself to sit down and do it. So I'm excited to actually do that. And the purpose, of course, of this is to just see what's in your mind and yeah. get it out of your mind and onto paper. Yeah. So you can see, see it. it. Or even just, I don't know. I feel like it is just kind of like a cleaning exercise. Yeah. No, it genuinely is. And that is my favorite thing to do when I am like, emotional about something like if I'm really upset or I'm mad that is the only way I can formulate how I'm feeling is once I get it onto paper and then I'm able to make sense of it after the fact so if you just create a regular practice of that I feel like you just become so much more in touch with yourself and like how to move forward from however you're feeling so I definitely recommend even if it feels uncomfortable I feel like it's similar it's a it's a therapeutic exercise yeah. so I feel like that's a reason that people are like oh like I'm afraid about what's about to come out or I don't even know how to do this but there's no right or wrong way if you just if you try it you don't like it and you don't like it you just never do it again yeah I love it second piece of the mind section is just take some time to unwind and relax because all of a sudden the new year this fresh starts going to come up and you don't want to be exhausted for it like yes again we've said it probably a thousand times at this point December's so busy our calendars are so packed but I will say I feel like that time between Christmas and New Year everybody's just kind of resting and recharging like it's okay to do that you don't need to be go 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 yes we're telling you to like write down your goals and deep clean your apartment but like also You can be lounging on your couch while you're journaling and reflecting about what gave you energy this year and what didn't. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to just rest and unwind and relax. Yeah. You got to fill up your cup. And then lastly, something we somewhat touched upon, but take a break from technology. Screens is one thing. Social media is a whole other thing. You're going to be seeing a lot of highlight reels. You're going to be seeing a lot of, I don't know, like all the things I accomplished this year. And that may or may not feel good. I also think, so, okay, we're saying it's goal setting time, time to reflect on your year, pick your word for the year. 
our I think a lot of our first thoughts are oh let me go on social media and get some inspo that's what everybody says let me get some inspo yeah you're not gonna be inspired no matter I promise you you're not gonna be inspired by looking at other people's goals you have to put the social media away I was telling Courtney this earlier Pinterest is the only one we will allow you to do go on Pinterest make some mood boards like what looks good what looks happy what gets you excited about the new year yeah and figure out what you want Mm -hmm. it truly does not matter what anybody else in this world is doing don't just because your favorite favorite influencer her word is I don't know something you're don't just take her word like figure out what you actually want yeah and be intentional with that yeah so now just some miscellaneous items this can be quick yeah we're decluttering our inbox so we're like bulk deleting all of our junk mail we're getting rid of shit that we just don't need to see we don't need to see a a number of ten thousand in our in our inbox like get it down to as close to zero as you can my inbox is like always at zero oh mine's uh my gmail is at like ten thousand right now yeah so decluttering your inbox um i love deleting photos and videos off my camera roll that's probably one of the number one things that just makes me feel fresh because there's nothing worse than scrolling back in your camera roll or I caved this year and I bought the $10 month a month storage because I ran Terabyte, out yep. too many times. For a while, I was chasing chasing my tail. Like, I would delete a bunch of things and then I'd go out and take pictures and then I'd get a, your storage is too full. Terrible feeling. Yeah, the worst. So that's always a good to do. Yeah. Similar to the social media wave we were just riding we're gonna unfollow people that don't make us feel the best about ourselves or mute them if there's someone that you actually personally know like there's ways to make social media productive space and that's one of them totally i think this is a great time of year to do it too yeah like get rid of all the people that make you feel bad yep love it cut them out cut the fat cut the fat i think this is also a great time in your downtime between christmas and new year's pick up a self-development book Find a podcast that inspires you and just get in that wellnessy mindset. And lastly, a very corporate point. <laughs> Update your LinkedIn. I feel like that's I something that's so bad. That's a lot of people just let their LinkedIn sit for years and then you never touch it. Me. Until you need it one day and you're like, Oh my god, this is so overwhelming and what is this place? And holy crap, you don't realize how long you've gone without touching it quick little update that's all i need to do and then you're looking good to the employers and future employers of the world (laughs) yeah absolutely and with that i think that wraps up our how to prep for the new year and and or a fresh start yep hopefully you're walking away with some action items that you feel really good about in a non-stressful way stay tuned for an anti-New Year's resolution episode and an episode where we talk about how exactly we're goal setting. But hopefully you feel excited to jump into the new year after this and feel really prepped to do so. I'm excited. I'm so ready. Right. Me too. If you enjoyed today's episode, please send it to a friend. Rate us five stars. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.